We'd like to welcome you to Forks of Elkhorn Baptist Church on this Palm Sunday. We'd like to give a special welcome to any guests that we have. If this is your first time worshiping with us, we are so thankful that God led you our way. We pray that you would feel his presence in this place as we worship together through song. If this is your first time, after the service, would you go by the Welcome Center? We have a very special gift for you and your family. Thank you so much for worshiping. For those of you worshiping online, we welcome you to this time of worship and pray that wherever you are, you might feel the presence of the Lord and His Spirit. I'm so excited about this holy week that we're entering into this week. Know that today, certainly, we will receive a blessing as the choir and orchestra lead us in Who Is This King? And then Wednesday night, we have a wonderful service, 5 o'clock meal, 6 o'clock prayer service, communion service on Thursday night, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, 6 a.m. out by the cross, and then on Easter, two great services at 9 and 11. We hope you'll make plans to join us as we celebrate our risen Lord, but we are so thankful that you're here. And at this time, I'm gonna invite you to stand and tell someone you're glad to see them here. But before you do, I've got to pray. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity on this Palm Sunday to worship together. And Lord, we ask that you would anoint this choir and this orchestra and our instrumentalists. Anoint Bill as he leads. Sing and play through them. And God, if there's anyone here today that has come in with pain or doubts or questions or confusion or hurt or pain, Father, may they be drawn to Jesus, who is our only hope. So, Father, we commit this service to you, and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now stand and tell someone. Glad to see you.
The Gospel of John reminds us that the Word, Jesus, existed from the very beginning with God. Through Jesus, all things came to be. In him was life, and that life was light to all people. But the Gospel also tells us that the world did not recognize him, coexistent with and sent from an eternal loving God. Many still could not accept that Jesus was the one the prophets had foretold, the promised one of God. But to those who did recognize, believe, and receive him, to them he gave the right to become children of the living God. fishing boat. It was being tossed by the angry seas. 
With my ears, I heard him say, Peace, be still. He raised his hand as if quieting a wailing babe. Shh, go to sleep, child. The wind and the waves obeyed his voice. The boat stopped careening, lay peaceful in the water, with puddles sloshing back and forth. The storm obeyed his word. Now an even deeper storm rages in the sea of my heart. Wave after wave, agony, for I've done the unspeakable. He foretold that I would deny him. I took him by the shoulders. I said, no, Lord, not I. I will never deny you. Yet before the cock crowed twice at the break of day, his words were fulfilled by the curse in my mouth. As they brought my Lord from the trial in Caiaphas' court, he was bound by a rope. They were taking him to judgment. And he searched the crowd for a familiar face. His eyes met mine. He knew, and I knew. I ran when they took him to Pilate. I ran and wept. It was just the night before his hand stirred this very basin. He came before my place at the table and knelt before me. My mind was terrible. I said, Lord, you cannot come before me. I'm a sinful man. How can you bow before me? I argued with him. Lord, you will never wash my feet. If I don't wash your feet, then you will have no part with me, he said. Wash my head, my hands, all of me. He only washed my feet. Lord, you were willing to wash me then. Oh, how I long to be back with you, to be back in the upper room. I long to hear you say, yes, Peter, I will wash you. I will make you clean.
touched the lives of thousands of individuals. Some came to him seeking healing. Others sought forgiveness. Some knew not what they were seeking, but were attracted to his teachings. But to each, Jesus extended the same invitation. Turn from your sins and follow me. Jesus returned to Jerusalem for the last time, just days before the Jewish Passover feast. He was greeted by a great crowd of his followers. They joyously ushered him into the city with shouts of, Hosanna, blessed is the King of Israel who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of glory.
speculation abounded about Jesus in the following days, leading to the Passover feast. Skeptics doubted that this man from Galilee was who he said he was, or that he could actually heal the blind, calm raging seas, and raise people from the dead. Jesus gathered his disciples one last time in an upper room to share the Passover feast and to help them prepare for that which was about to transpire. He washed their feet, imparting them the powerful lesson that they were to live a life of service to others, just as he had. As Jesus broke bread and shared the cup with them, he challenged them to remember him in this same way after he was gone. What kind of king acts like this? Kneeling as a humble servant, talking about his impending death, and instructing his followers to remember him in such a way.
Royalty is typically surrounded by the most loyal of supporters. This king, however, had just predicted betrayal by some of his closest followers. Raw emotions punctuated the night as Jesus and his disciples proceeded to Gethsemane to pray. In his grief, Jesus sought solace and strength in this familiar setting, surrounded by the love of his heavenly Father and the companionship of his dearest friends. In these darkest moments of his life, Jesus resolutely accepted the charge that had been his alone to bear, to give his life in order that others might ultimately live.
words. I have no words for what I saw today. The world itself cannot contain the words that should be spoken. Can a mother recount in words the death of her child? Can a child of God recount in words the death of God? Yet I must find words. I watched as he dragged a wooden cross through the streets. His hands, which had known only kindness, I saw torn by the nails. His feet, which had known only righteousness, torturously nailed to the wood. And I witnessed his heart, his pure heart, pierced by their hate. For three hours, he hung between heaven and earth on that cross. I remember the day when my little Jesus would come running to me with the tiniest of splinters. It stings a mother's heart to see her child suffering. So for this day, for this scene on the hill, I had no words. Other words I must find from former days. Words of the angel yet ring in my ear. He said to me, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. No end. That's what the angel Gabriel said to me. No end. For if a cross isn't the end, then what is it? Words of warning from the angel, the aged Simeon, when we took Sim Jesus to the, <clears throat> to the temple to be dedicated. He said to me, a sword shall pierce your soul. How could Simeon know that? Yet his words comforted me, as only the truth can comfort Words from Jesus himself still ring in the ear of me, his mother. I can still hear the very first words that came from his lips. And today, I heard the last. He shouted in a loud cry, it is finished. His breath did not return. But the angel said, of his kingdom there shall be no end. How can these two words stand together? No end. And it is finished. This box that I hold in my hand, I have held in keeping for 33 years. It was given to him by a wise man from the east when I held my newborn baby in my arms his little fingers reaching up to touch my face and his little feet wrapped in the ragged cloth. It is myrrh, an embalming spice. What a strange gift to give a babe, I have often thought. But today, at the cross, it was a comfort for me. My little Jesus touched my face so often as a child. Today, I touch the face of my boy 
to anoint him for the shroud. In the end, the wishes of an angry mob prevailed. <laughs> Jesus was handed over to the Roman soldiers to be executed. Forced to carry his own cross, Jesus walked before persons on both sides of faith, those claiming to be their Lord, Messiah, and King, and those convinced he was a blasphemous fraud. Jesus was led to the place of the skull, where he was nailed to the cross to die a common criminal's death. In one final act of mockery, Pilate had instructed that a sign be mounted on the cross. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews.
now the first day of the week. Some of the women had gone to the tomb where Jesus had been buried. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake, and the stone in front of the tomb was rolled back, and an angel sat on it. The angel said, I know that you are seeking Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Quickly, go and tell his disciples that Jesus is alive. It had been anticipated the Messiah would come with strength, conquering his foes with power and might. And that is precisely what had happened. But his foes were not the kingdoms and governments of the world. The foes had been sin, evil, and illness. And in his greatest victory, King Jesus, by the power of God, had defeated death itself. Hallelujah to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Crown him the risen King.
I so appreciate the work of this choir. And as many of you know, uh, three months ago, I was not able to do the Christmas program. I had spent a few days in the hospital and two months not working here. And I don't want to make this about me. There's a reason for me telling you this. While I was away, Jay uh, Jacobs filled in for me for two full months, did an excellent job. And Jay said to me, I look forward to one day leading the Hallelujah Chorus with orchestra. And I said, your dream has come true. Jay, come and lead us in the Hallelujah Chorus. Will you do that?
Amen. What a blessing this has been today. And I pray that you have felt the Holy Spirit. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I love the words of one of the songs they sang, Mary, did you know this baby boy has come to make you new? Did you know that in Christ we can become a new creation? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And today maybe you're here and you need a, a new start in your life, a fresh beginning. Maybe you've been struggling with some sin, with some addiction, with some anger, with some bitterness, with some unforgiveness. But in Christ, we can have a fresh start. And all we have to do is ask him to forgive us and to come into our hearts. And he'll save you and me right now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to get cleaned up. Just come to Christ just as you are and receive his mercy and his grace. And if you're here today and you don't know him, it would be a tragedy to leave here without him. So this choir is gonna lead us along with you all in a wonderful hymn of faith, amazing grace. And I pray that you would receive this grace into your heart. And maybe you're a Christian, but you've drifted away. Aren't you ready to come back home and come back to him and he'll receive you with open arms? Or maybe you're looking for a church home. We are an imperfect church that serves a perfect God. We'd love to have you to be a part of this family. Won't you come as we sing together that great hymn of faith, Amazing Grace.
close out this service. I want to say a special thank you to this choir and orchestra, Lori, uh, Linda, our narrators, our, the people who did the monologues, uh, the sound and camera and computer, uh, to everyone who was an usher and greeter and, and nursery worker and, and everyone who helped make this day possible. And Bill, we want to say a very special thank you to you for doing an outstanding job. And Jay, way to bring it on the Hallelujah Chorus. Good job up there. What a blessing this has been. I hope and pray that you will leave here with the hope of Jesus, that we serve a risen Savior, and that he can bring life to you and to your family. And Bill and choir, I feel like now we can celebrate Easter and uh, we didn't get to have this program for a couple of years, and we missed it. And so grateful that you all have reminded us that Jesus is the reason we celebrate. Thank you all again for doing an outstanding job. Thank you for being here today. Don't forget, there is an Easter egg hunt from 4 to 6 out back for all the children. Pray we have a great, great uh, day. Don't forget again next Sunday, Easter nine o'clock and 11 let's fill this place twice and as you're leaving today this is also the annie armstrong walk to the cross if you have come prepared to give to the north american mission board those serving within the united states spreading the good news of jesus there are a couple of baskets at the cross out on the table if you did not come prepared there's always next Sunday, you can bring it then, but uh, also you'll find some cards to invite someone to come to church next Sunday with you. So take some of those with you all. Thanks again for being here. What a great day it's been. We love you and don't forget how much God loves you. We're gonna close with prayer. Then I think the ladies are gonna close this in song, but thank you all for doing a beautiful job. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the sweet spirit in this place. Lord, we have been reminded of what this Easter season is all about. And I pray, God, if there's someone who did not know you before the service began, that they would leave here knowing without a doubt that Jesus is real and that he is alive. And God, that we have left our sins at the foot of the cross and we have been forgiven for your love covers a multitude of our sins. And may we prepare ourselves for this holy week and remember the sacrifice you made and your blood that was shed for our sin. And may we live in victory as we come next Sunday to celebrate our risen Lord. To God be the glory, great things he hath done. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.